Welcome to Extraterrestrial Reality. Uh, today I want to talk about Christopher Mellon, the uh, former Deputy Assistant Secretary of Defense. Uh, he rec recently was at a conference in Soborn University in Paris, and uh, he had a, he presented a slideshow there talking about UFOs, but I thought the one of the most interesting things that he talked about was he offered his top 10 argument for disclosure. And we're going to get into all of this uh, today in today's episode, as well as uh, now also I want to talk later on about... Uh, uh, Sean, Dr. Sean Kirkpatrick has made it official. He is going to be leaving by the end of the year. And he made a statement today to Politico. And I want to get into all of these things today, but actually uh, I want to start with here is, uh, with, uh, Christopher Mellon, as we all know, he's somebody who's been pushing for disclosure. Uh, he seems to me, uh, that he's somebody who believes in this. He knows that there's something here. He knows that there's a cover up, and he's tired of it. And he wants this whole thing to end. And, uh, he, like I said, he was recently in Paris for a conference. It's an echo conference. And uh, he, on Substack, on his Substack uh, page, he wrote, At the recent ECHO conference at Sorbonne University in Paris, I presented on the intriguing possibility that certain intelligently directed UAP may indeed represent manifestations of extraterrestrial intelligence. I discussed data regarding the potential for other sources of life in the universe, in the universe and delved deeper into the available evidence surrounding UAP and their broader implications. Given the sheer enormity and antiquity of our galaxy, the prospect of coming across intelligent machines should not strike us as extraordinary. I totally agree with that statement. It shouldn't be extraordinary. I mean, anybody with, a, you know, even a, a quarter of a brain inside their head should be able to look out at this night sky on a clear night and see billions of stars staring back at them, and they should know that well, we're not alone here. There's most certainly something going on. And when you look at all the evidence that has compiled over the years, we all know uh, that there's most certainly an extraterrestrial presence here. Uh, I know for a fact, actually. Uh, but anyway, I want to get into uh, uh, his... He, now, we don't have video right now. I, as as of this recording, there is no video from that conference. However, uh, in that uh, in his Substack page there, he had a link to his slideshow that he presented there. And I want to go through the slideshow, uh, slideshow but I really thought the, the most interesting thing about the entire slideshow was his reasoning uh, for disclosure, why we need to have UFO disclosure. And we're going to get into all of that as we go through this. Uh, but I thought it was interesting. He started off with a, with a quote from Lucretius, who lived from 99 to 55 BC, and he wrote, uh, one must grant there are other earthly spheres in our regions with different races of human beings and classes of wild beasts. Uh, yes, uh, most certainly. Uh, Lucretius was someone who, who realized a long time ago, uh, long before Roswell, uh, that there's something going on. And also uh, another person, Giordano Bruno, who lived from 1548 to 1600, he said, innumerable suns exist, innumerable earths revolve around these, living beings inhabit these worlds. So there was a lot of... Uh, uh, great thinkers of in the past who understood that most certainly there's other beings out there, other worlds that are inhabited by intelligent creatures, just like here, like just like the human race on Earth. Uh, but anyway, he talked about all different kinds of things. He gave his, uh, his introduction. He talked about his career in the United States intelligence as the Deputy Assistant Secretary of Defense for Intelligence. Uh, here, here was another quote that he brought for, he, he talked about during this. It was from Admiral Roscoe Hillencotter, the first CIA director, who in 1960, uh, in the New York Times stated, behind the scenes, high-ranking Air Force officers are soberly concerned about UFOs. 
but through official secrecy and ridicule, many citizens are led to believe the unknown flying objects are nonsense. Yes, uh, that still stands today uh, because there's still a lot of people who uh, still look at it as uh, and ridicule it because because of what's going on, uh, because of this cover-up. Uh, but anyway, he talked about all the things he was going to talk about. He had he, he provided uh, he was what the things his topics were going to be during this uh, 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 during this uh, conference. He he was going to talk about the probability of advanced alien life in our region of the Milky Way. Uh, that was the first thing that he was getting into. And uh, uh, and according to his slide here, it says uh, recent research data from the Kepler telescope suggests that of the billions of planets in the Milky Way, there could be 300 million plus in the habitable zone. Uh, ubiquitous presence of organic mole- molecules and other precursors for biological life. Uh, and he, he writes this based on a study published in September 2023, a team at the University of Wisconsin Madison has identified 270 chem- chemical reactions that might give rise to life. Professor and astrobiologist Batil Kakar says it was thought that these sorts of reactions are very rare. Uh, we are showing that it's actually far from rare. You just need to look in the right place. Their research highlights the importance of autocatalytic reactions where the outcome of a chemical reaction fuels further instances of that same reaction. And then he uh, had some different estimates of alien civilizations that was put forth by uh, different experts. Uh, Duncan uh, Forgan, a PhD candidate, a Royal Observatory in Edinburgh, Scotland, uh, believes that there could be 350 to 10,000 in the Milky Way galaxy. Uh, that's that's how many alien civil, civilizations he believes there could be. Uh, Tom Wesley and Christopher Consolis, uh, the researchers with the University of Nottingham, believe there are at least dozens in the Milky Way. And Adam Frank and Woodruff Sullivan, astronomers, they believe there's trillions across the universe. I think that that's the, the right number, trillions. I, I know I've talked about that one before. Uh, we're going to skip forward to some through some of this here. We talked about a lot of these things before. Uh, in, in part two of his presentation, he talked about, yes, they can get here. And he talked about interstellar travel, and he thinks that, that it is possible. <clears throat> he said he wrote here in his in his uh, uh, slide slideshow, it says, intelligent life might be rare, making Earth a significant point of interest for space-faring species. Advanced alien civilizations could send probes to Earth, even without faster-than-light travel. Potential propulsion breakthroughs include alcubierre drives, wormholes, undiscovered methods, interdimensional, and other. Yeah, there's things out there. We don't even know how they possibly could be getting here. We're just not smart enough to know yet. That's my, that's my belief. I don't care what, I mean, just because some scientists uh, tell us, oh, yeah, well, it's impossible, this is impossible, that's impossible. It's impossible to us right now because we're too stupid to understand right now. That's the whole, that's, that's what I think. And they're, they're, they're too uh, uh, stuck up to admit, to admit that truth. And then he talks about radio dishes are insufficient in the search for intelligent life. Yeah, basically what, what he's doing here, uh, SETI's a joke. I always said that, the search for inte- uh, extraterrestrial intelligence using uh, uh, satellite dishes to try to uh, capture radio signals from uh, intelligent species out in space is absolutely absurd. Uh, and uh, what... Uh, he was talking about during his presentation and what's in the slideshow here. It says aliens may use unknown or disguised communication technology. Of course, of course. Also, powerful direct signals needed for detection from even nearby star systems. 
Yeah, we yeah, there would have to be extremely powerful signals. And probes make a lot more sense. Yeah, sending probes out make a lot more sense. That's that's the way we're going to uh uh find out about uh, alien life, not not through SETI. That SETI cult, Seth Shostak and all those goofballs who think that they're uh they're more intelligent than the people like they they think that they're more intelligent than someone like Christopher Mellon or or anybody else in the UFO community who's been studying this for decades. Uh, that that whole thing is a scam. SETI's a joke. Seth Showstack's a joke. That whole thing is is never going to lead us anywhere. Uh, anyway, and he talks about modern day encounters here. There's a lot. I'll, I'll leave the links for all this so you can check it out for yourself. Uh, he talks about what's what about modern UAP data, and he and he in his slide here it says as our population increases and technology becomes more advanced, we expect to see more evidence of UAP sightings and encounters. And then he lists the uh, different uh, reporting uh, groups out there like MUFON, uh, which has a database of 200,000 reported cases with 96% investigated as of November 2023. He also talks about the National UFO Reporting Center, or NUFORC, uh, which has processed over 170,000 reports since 1974. That's a great, they have a great website there. That's a great website. Uh, new uh, that, uh, National UFO Reporting Center talks about Fer- he, he talked about Fermi's paradox, uh, the Fermi's paradox. I you know I, I don't know what he was saying on there because again we only have the slideshow here. Uh, and then there were some other things he was uh, he had he had here. Uh, he it looks like he went over uh, some uh, memorandum here from uh, it looks like a summary from Brigadier uh, to Brigadier General jo- Joseph Carroll. Uh, the director of special investigations in Washington, D.C., about observations of aerial phenomena in the New Mexico area from December 1948 to uh, May 1950. And uh, he had some portions of it highlighted. He says uh, there was a lot of stuff being seen out in in New Mexico during that time. Also, he went over the Farmington, New Mexico incident from 1950 where there was a huge armada of flying saucers seen by an entire a community in Farmington, New Mexico. That I talked about that before on the podcast. Then uh, he went over uh, the Project Blue Book findings, uh, evaluated, which evaluated 12,000 cases. Over 700 of those cases are unexplained, and 30% of the highest quality cases or excellent cases remain unexplained. So that's he talks about the Nimitz case. Uh, here was a quote here from Lieutenant Chad Underwood. Uh, who was on the? Who was with the United States Navy? He says, talking about the uh, the UFOs, the Tic Tac UFO. He said it was just behaving in ways that aren't physically normal. That's what caught my eye because aircraft, whether they're manned or unmanned, still have to obey the laws of physics. They have to have some source of lift, some source of propulsion. The Tic Tac was not doing that. It was going from like fifty thousand feet to you know a hundred feet in like seconds, which is not possible. Yes, obviously, as we all know, these beings are operating craft and they're doing things with that craft that uh, our technology uh, and our scientists fail to understand at this point. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? 
That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Uh, and he talks about credible data defying our understanding of physics. Well, this is some of the things that... Uh, well, that that are observed with uh, UFOs, Intel they're intelligently controlled, of course. Uh, there's no sonic boom, no plasma. Uh, there's there's survived impossible G forces. They have instantaneous acceleration, and also they jam radar. That's been reported many, many, many times over the years. Uh, we're gonna go uh, fast forward here a little bit. We're gonna get to. Uh, uh, to this, well, here here was a uh, quote he included here from Mitt Romney, who in 2021 stated, "I don't believe they're coming from foreign adversaries. Adversaries, if they were, why that would suggest that they have a technology which is in a, is in a whole different sphere than anything we understand. And frankly, China and Russia just aren't there, and neither are we, by the way. Yeah, so a lot of people, a lot of our politicians are are beginning to speak more openly about this, and it doesn't seem like they're too concerned of the any kind of ramifications." Uh, obviously, I mean, we have all these great bills that have passed. We have the whistleblower bill that passed for last year. We have new language on the table for next year. We'll see if that gets passed. A new, new bill, new language in the uh, National Defense Authorization Act for 2024. Uh, yes. And then he talked about some of the sources. I thought this was uh, probably this, very, this was very interesting too. It says, "Does America have recovered UAP materials?" And he and he's talking about uh, three different sources here. Source number one, uh, uh, that he uh, this is somebody that has talked to him apparently describes management, control structure, and authorities. Identified U.S. Air Force gatekeeper. Uh, source number two, I believe he's talking about David Grush here. It says, "Redacted source claims to have assessed." technical data on a recovered UAP and to be knowledgeable of a U.S. exploitation program claims another country has recovered a device as well. Now, that's, that could be David Grush, I don't know. And then a source number three claims to have subordinates working on reverse engineering, also believes the U.S. tracks UAP as they enter the atmosphere. So there are some highly placed sources that have uh, talked to Christopher Mellon, and this is what they're telling him. And then, this is the, this is my favorite part, the 10 top arguments for disclosure uh, as far as Christopher Mellon is concerned. Now, number uh, number one. Uh, well, actually, he says here, the benefits of you, to humanity outweigh the fear of discovering we're not alone in the universe. Well, number one, democracy requires transparency. In, a, in our democracy, the American people have a right to know the truth of this matter. Ex- exactly, bingo. That truth has been getting withheld for 76, at least 76 years at this point, and it's time that it's uh, released. I mean, it's time that we know the truth. I don't know who the hell these people are, like I've stated before, uh, that are covering this up. I understand why the cover-up happened initially, but we live in a democracy, and we should know the truth about this. Now, I could understand, like they say, they could say, well, it's a case of national security. This could be, this poses a threat, and we need to study this secretly, and we can't, we don't want to cause a panic. That's what some of the thinking is. That's I'm sure that that's what some of the thinking 
thinking is. I mean, we're all human beings. The people in the control group are, are, are have convinced themselves of of, of certain things that really uh, this is too big of a story. The, the, the stuff they've convinced themselves of is is bogus. This is too big of a deal. We need to know what this is all about. We live in a democracy. We deserve to know the truth. I mean, if these things are here to to harm us, then okay, that that's even more. We shouldn't even know about it even more then. Uh, that that this reality should not be should not have been withheld as long as it has been withheld, and it's time to come clean on it. We live in a democracy, and we demand the truth. We want to know what's going on. We want to know what our government has learned over the decades about these visitors. Uh, and then a second one here: we own any discovery. Any recovered materials recovered by the United States government belong to the American people. Yes, they do belong to the American people, not some uh, defense contractor to study it and, and to exploit it. Yeah, okay, they could do that. That's fine. But it's still ours, and we want to know about it. If it's our property, if it's the, prop- it's the property of the taxpayers, if uh, uh, elements within our United States government uh, recovered it using taxpayer dollars and and taxpayer resources then the taxpayers should know about it the people flipping the bill need did they deserve to know about it uh and then it says the next the number three reason the number three top argument for disclosure is we can't handle it exactly our ancestors persevered despite profound fears of the unknown and so can we yes we can handle it Maybe back in 1947, 48, 49, 50, into the late 50s, maybe we couldn't handle it then, but we could handle it certainly now. We can handle anything. Uh, you know, we're, we're being treated like children here, just like uh, the, the late Major Donald Kehoe of the Marines, uh, uh, retired from the Marine Corps, one of the first big-time UFO investigators in the 1950s, stated numerous times then, he says the, the Air Force was treating the American people like we're a bunch of children, like we can't handle the truth. Yes, we can handle the truth. Uh, even though I, I know they have this Jack Nicholson, uh, uh, you know, remember that movie with him and Tom Cruise? You know, you can't you can't handle the truth? Yes, we can handle the truth. We most certainly, everybody can, I'm sure there's going to be some people who are going to go nuts, especially some of these debunkers whose careers are going to be smashed to a million pieces once the truth comes out, and they all look like the goofballs that we all, a lot of us in the UFO community already know that they are. You know, the Michael Shermers, the Mick West, the Neil deGrasse Tysons, well, Neil deGrasse Tyson, he'll, he'll be okay when it's all said and done. Uh, but the rest of them, they're going to look like complete idiots because they basically built their careers uh, around debunking this reality. Uh, 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 the number four uh, benefit, or excuse me, the number four reason, uh, the number four argument is we don't control UAP. It's better to have disclosure on our terms rather rather than a sudden event that might cause panic. Yes, exactly. We do need to know that. I mean, uh, it would be much better to know now in advance rather than later, like as I say, all of a sudden they show up in force Independence Day style. Can you imagine what kind of panic that's going to look like? What that's going to be like? That's going to be terrible. Terrible. Uh, you know, now there is, I, I will say this though. I mean, and even I think Lou Elizondo, I'm, I'm pretty sure touched on this before. We don't know what the reaction is going to be from the extraterrestrials. Uh, once the entire world is uh, told the truth uh, by the by their leaders, uh, we don't know if there is going to be a reaction. I mean, if they're living among us, if there's some among us right now, that means they're going to know that everybody else knows. And is that going to cause some sort of a reaction by these visitors? 
I mean, are they going to all of a sudden show up and 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 <laughs> I, I, or do something or who knows what? We don't know what that's going to cause, uh, but it might cause it might cause something. I don't know. That's the only I, I have to say. There could be, but you know what? It doesn't matter. It still doesn't matter. We should still know the truth. Okay, number five on this list uh, is, is says if true, disclosure is only a matter of time. Foreign nations and civilian scientific groups around the world are undertaking ever more sophisticated and extensive UAP collection campaigns. Yes, it's only a matter of time. Somebody uh, in the civilian, a civilian might be able to prove this one someday and at some point. They might produce the evidence. Uh, and, and then the, our government, our military is going to look like they're a bunch of liars and idiots. If they were to come out now and tell the truth now and give their reasoning for keeping this cover up, then then a lot of people might forgive them. Now, uh, you know, in, in my uh, recent, uh, most recent podcast, I was talking about how, you know, we got to grant uh, immunity to, to these gatekeepers. You know, and I got some, uh, you know, flack for that, for saying that. Some people think that some of these people do need to be held accountable for some of the things that they do. Now, I, if there's somebody out there, if there's somebody responsible for threatening other people, those kind of people need to be held accountable or, or, or causing someone's death. Of course, those people belong in jail. But I don't think all the, just my opinion doesn't make me right. I don't believe all gatekeepers uh, need to go to jail. Uh, just the, the ones that were uh, the worst of the bunch, that they need to be held accountable. Anybody that's uh, threatening people uh, or, or or actually causing death. I mean, there's been uh, some of the, like David Grush was talking about, people have been killed apparently uh, in the past over this. Uh, that's not right. And anybody who's responsible for that should be in, in, behind bars. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Uh, the, the, the next uh, in line here, the next uh, argument is Congress is proceeding with its investigations. The goal is not to prosecute or punish, but to bring truth to light. The truth to light. Yes, well, that, just like I was just saying. Uh, the next one, secrecy stifles science. And this is my biggest issue. This is the, one of the biggest, this is the biggest reason as far as I'm concerned, is that the, science, the, the scientific community needs to be uh, aware, made aware that this is real. I mean, by not doing this, it's a, it's a disaster uh, in the making. It says here, if we re- if we have recovered off-world technologies, we have our best and brightest minds should be engaged in evaluating it. Exactly, exactly. That's not just some uh, certain group brought in to study this secretly. It needs all everybody needs to be all scientists need to know about this because you might get something from uh, scientists that don't know about it right now that the scientists that you do have working on it would never think of. Uh, the next one it says here: time to reduce international tensions. If it turns out that we've had some contact with other life forms, a reframing of international relations would be inevitable, almost certainly for the better. I totally agree with that. International ra- relations would most certainly improve. They would have to improve. 
They, they should, I mean, we, we, we shouldn't be f having wars at all. We need to figure out things peacefully because these things are looking at us and they're seeing what we're doing to each other. And I, it can't bode well for us overall, the entire world. How could it? If they think that if, if this is how we're going to be as we can continue to advance technologically, then they have to look at us as a potential threat in the future. That could be why they're here. Waiting to see how we get, if we get a grip or not. That could be part of this. Maybe that's why they're uh, hovering over our nuclear weapons installations and 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 playing games with them sometimes. I mean, that could be the reasoning behind it. Okay, number nine, no imminent threat. It seems unlikely that revealing the truth would change the pattern of UAP behavior we have been observing for many decades. Well, like I just said before. I don't know about that. That's one part I'm not sure about. I mean, we don't know how the extraterrestrials are going to react uh, once the uh, governments finally come clean and tell us the truth. We just don't know. They could have something in their, up their sleeves, sleeves and, or some sort of plan in place uh, for that uh, eventuality. We just don't know. But he might be right, but it doesn't matter. As far as I'm concerned, threat or no threat, we need to know the truth. And then finally, spark vit vitally needed collaboration i cannot think of anything more likely to shock humanity out of its present complacence than the revelation we are not alone what better way to foster collaboration and highlight the critical importance of our shared humanity yes bingo uh i definitely i think it would definitely open some eyes i think a lot of people would uh would pause and think about you know what we're doing here and and they would everyone would it would we would become different i really do i really believe that the whole world would look at everything would begin to look at things differently it, it might help us to advance and and and, and become less violent we we, we got to stop the violence among each ourselves the way it's just ridiculous i mean especially when you realize that there's other beings out there that are more advanced than we are and they're looking at us and they're <laughs> i'm telling you they have to be if you're outside of the box looking down at this you're shaking your head and you're like wow look at these maniacs killing each other and we're going to let them advance technologically i think it would be a wake-up call it really would be it really would be a great wake-up call and I, I, that's one of the other great reasons for disclosure we have to bring this nonsense to an end already we really do uh, and then he had a quote here from Ronald Reagan. Uh, he said here, can, cannot swords be turned into plowshares? Can, can we and all nations not live in peace? In our obsession with antagonisms of the moment, we often forget how much unites all the members of humanity. Perhaps we need some outside universal threat to make us recognize this common bond. I occasionally think how quickly our differences worldwide would vanish if we were facing an alien threat from outside this world. And yet, I ask you, is not an alien force already among us? What could be more alien to the universal aspirations of our people than war and the threat of war? Yeah, Reagan, Reagan was very interested in UFOs, as, as we all know. Uh, and then he, it looks like he finished up here with uh, uh, assessing the ET hypothesis. Uh, and he writes here, no public scientific proof yet of ET origin for some UAP. However, until... Now, the scientific community hasn't researched UAP. Past scientific community neglect has hindered UAP research until recent changes led by the United States government and figures like Dr. Avi Loeb. Uh, yes, there are more. It seems like we are. There's more going on right now in the scientific community. We have people like Avi Loeb and Gary Noling stepping, stepping up to the plate and not being afraid to talk about this. 
we need we need the entire scientific community uh, to be aware of this and to know that this is real. And they need to all be studying it. Every aspect of it. Cattle mutilations, alien abductions, uh, hybridization programs, all of it. The, how these craft operate. We need everybody on board. The entire scientific community. And he writes here, also in his slide, it says, Absence of scientific proof does not indicate absence of evidence. Yes, there's tons of evidence. Our legal and national security system couldn't function with a scientific burden of proof. We should explain. We, we should employ science when possible, but government cannot limit itself to scientific judgments. Yes, exactly. Bingo. All right. That's all he had to say, but I thought it was very interesting, and I'm, I was excited to, to read that. i like to see the video version of it, if, if, if one exists. I'm sure we will see one at some point. I'm sure he had a lot more to say. Other than, I'm sure he said a lot more than what was just contained in his uh, slideshow presentation. Anyway, uh, yeah, uh, I thought it was great. I, I appreciate someone like Christopher Mellon. He's someone who's really been pushing this. He, he's one of the heroes of the UFO community, and uh, he really needs to be. He, 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 I applaud him. He's he's a great figure. He's one of the one one of the best hopes we have of finally getting disclosure. I believe. All right, moving on. Uh, I want to talk about uh, our our good friend, Doctor Sean Kirkpatrick, who's now stepping down. There was an exclusive interview that he had. With, uh, polit- with Politico, and it says here, I'm ready to move on. I have accomplished everything I said I was going to do, Sean Kirkpatrick said. Well, here's the article. It says here, the head of the Pentagon office responsible for investigating UFOs is stepping down from his post in December, he said in an exclusive interview on Tuesday. Kirkpatrick, the head of uh, the All-Domain Anomaly Resolution Office, is retiring from the federal government after, after nearly 18 months on the job. He deferred his planned retirement last year to take on the job a top arrow and now feels he has achieved his goals. I don't know what goals he's achieved. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, uh, I mean, if the goal was to obfuscate and, and, and not really do anything, I mean, he, he's mission accomplished, mission accomplished. I have, congratulations. Congratulations, Sean. Great job at not getting, getting us anywhere on this, not telling us anything, telling us about balloons and drones. Thank you so much. It was so awesome. Anyway, it says here, I am ready to move on. I have accomplished everything I said I was going to do, Kirkpatrick said, adding that he still wants to finish a few tasks, including wrapping up the first volume of a historical review of the unidentified anomalous phenomena issue before leaving. Kirkpatrick's deputy, Tim Phillips, will lead the office in an acting role until the Pentagon hires a permanent replacement, Kirkpatrick said. Yeah, we all wait with bated breath to see who that permanent replacement is going to be. Now, look, at. I just want to say something here. I think, you know, I, I don't have any issue with Sean Kirkpatrick. You know, for all, I mean, personally, I don't think, you know, for all we know, he might have his hands tied behind his back. We really don't know what was going on behind the scenes. Maybe he was forced to say the, and say the, the things he did. I mean, because what else, what other choice did he have? I mean, who knows what, I mean, if he's a puppet, I mean, I mean, somebody else is directing him from behind the scenes. I mean, apparently some, the secret, there was two gatekeepers, uh, a, a part of this secret council that were telling him what he could tell the public and what he can't tell the public. So maybe he was just a puppet and there was nothing thing he could do about it maybe that's why he's leaving we don't know maybe he's upset with how he was how, how the job was going why is he leaving so all, all of a sudden i don't see how, what he's accomplished really because he hasn't i don't see anything here at all what did they accomplish arrow is not the the the, the, the bottom line is this there, there's a there's a program uh reverse engineering program crash retrieval program 
as for whatever reason, he's saying that Kirkpatrick's saying that there's nothing, he, there's no evidence uh, to this, but yet we know that there's been different whistleblowers that have been tell him, telling him about this, and not only that, telling him in the exact locations, but he says that there's no evidence. Something else might be going on here, and people shouldn't be mad at Kirkpatrick. Uh, just, but, but we are, a lot of people in the UFO community are because he's the face of Arrow. Really, uh, he's put up there as a fall guy. It could be something as, as something like that. That's what it could be. He could just be a fall guy for all we know. Uh, but, you know, I don't think he did a great job. I, I mean, well, it, if I was in a position like that and I knew that there was things going on and people were coming to me and yet I'm, uh, uh, there's some uh, people behind me, behind the scenes, telling me I can't say this or can't say that, I'd be like, you know what? Screw you. I'm saying what's the truth. That's what I would be doing. But that's just me. Anyway, it says here, uh, a physicist, Kirkpatrick, took on the role of Arrow after spending decades in a variety of scientific jobs for the military. Uh, Kirkpatrick's, te- Kirkpatrick's tenure has been marked by a high level of public and congressional interest in the issue of UFOs and the possibility of extraterrestrial life. The Biden administration established the office, office in July 2022 under Kirkpatrick's leadership to look into the unidentified craft military pilots have increasingly reported seeing in the skies and whether they pose a threat to national security. Since then, Kirkpatrick has investigated more than 800 cases. But again, you know, what, what, what have we gotten out of this? We haven't gotten the truth. I mean, Arrow, I, I guess, you know, here's the whole thing. I think Arrow is just, it's just a dog and pony show anyhow. I mean, why do we even need it? I mean, what we really needed was just the, the, the secret control group to finally step up to the plate and tell the truth. That's what we really need. Not this uh, buffer between the Pentagon and, and, and Congress, right, that, that looks at UFO. I mean, it's, it's, it's ridiculous when you really think about it. The Pentagon hires someone, the, the, the head arrow, to be the director of arrow to investigate it itself. It doesn't make any sense to me. It's like the it's like the criminals high, uh, putting w- one of their own as the, as the warden. It doesn't make any sense to me. I mean, I don't understand what's going on here. I mean, we all know there's a cover up. Why? How, how, and the government's responsible for the cover up, but yet the government's the one that's hiring its own people to un- un- uncover the cover up, which it didn't do. All we, all they've been talking about, all Arrow's been talking about, is is balloons and drones and all oh, this object here. We don't know what it is, but uh, if we had more data, we'd know. That kind of stuff. That's all we've been getting. Uh, and then it talked about how he fired back at uh, David Grush uh, over the over the summer uh, when when Grush made the explosive claim that the government is covering up a decades long program to reverse engineer alien craft. Craft Arrow has not uncovered any evidence to support the claim. Kirkpatrick said at the time, calling the comments insulting. Well, if it's it's your own problem if you didn't uncover this stuff, though, right, Sean? I mean, really? <laughs> I mean, it's it's your fault, right? I I would say it's your fault, right, that nothing was uncovered because there's stuff there. Why didn't you? You should have consulted some of the experts out there in the world. There's a lot of people that have been studying this uh, over for decades. You know, uh, Timothy Good, uh, the the author from the UK who's studied this. Richard Dolan, let's talk to those guys. I mean, they'll tell you they would have pointed you in the right direction. I mean, if I was to be the director of something like this, say I had no interest in UFOs and I was hired to be the director of this uh, investigation, uh, this Arrow, this investigative uh, UFO investigation uh, office. I, I would be talking to the experts, the people who have actually studied this throughout the decades. That's what I would do. That's just me, though. 
Uh, anyway, it says here, the whistleblower, retired Air Force Intelligence Officer Major David Grush, has refused multiple requests to interview with Arrow, Kirkpatrick said. that That's a lie. Grush says otherwise, though. We have two conflicting statements here. We have, to, But it doesn't say anything about that here in this article. Uh, and it also says, lawmakers, witnesses, and UFO enthusiasts, however, have continued to criticize what they call a lack of transparency from the government regarding the phenomenon. But Kirkpatrick said Arrow has made strides where transparency is concerned, including launching a long-anticipated online tool for former and current service members and government employees to report UFOs. Uh, here's a direct statement from uh, Deputy Defense Secretary Kathleen Hicks. She says, Dr. Kirkpatrick has served the American people with honesty and integrity, tackling an incredibly difficult mission to explain the unknown. His commitment to transparency with the United States Congress and the American public on UAP leaves a legacy the department will carry forward as Arrow continues its mission. <laughs> Let me just stop there for a minute. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. Woo! Woo! Another memorable moment came when he co-authored a draft academic paper positing that the uh, unidentified objects Arrow was studying could be alien probes from a mothership sent to Earth. That was probably the closest he came to uh, uh, getting to the truth. Kirkpatrick said the document that was posted online was in draft form and did not have permission to be published. However, he does not regret his involvement. In fact, he believes the best thing that could come out of this job is to prove that there are aliens because the alternative is a much bigger problem. If we don't prove it's aliens, then what we're finding is evidence of other people doing stuff in our backyard, he said, and that's not good. Well, okay, well, what if the aliens are up to something worse? What if they're trying to take uh, over the human race? What if they're trying to get rid of us all so they could take the planet, take control of the planet? I mean, what if that's the case? Just a thought. Just a thought. I mean, because I don't know. I don't know how you, how you can know that it's worse if it's, say, say, it's Russia and China sending over these UFOs and flying saucers. That, that okay, you're saying that's worse. It would be pretty bad, right, if they were to, but the only reason they would be doing that is if they had reversed engineered the stuff and, and successfully before we did. That would be the only reason that would be going on because this stuff was being, being reported for a long time, since the 40s at least. Uh, so I don't know what they're talking about there. I just think we need to get to the bottom of this already. We need to just have the whoever's in charge. Somebody needs to step up. I just wish these, you know, these whistleblowers, you know what? Just tell the truth. Just come right out. Who cares? Forget about the skiff. Just come to the public. Bring the evidence with you. Let's end this all in one shot here. You'll be a hero. I guarantee it. Anyway, I want to thank everyone for joining me. Until next time.